This is a dream that I had that I want to warn mothers specifically, but I want to warn other women so that they may start praying on behalf. Well, we should already be praying on behalf of our children to go into fasting and spiritual warfare for our children, especially if they're breastfed. I knew there were a lot of attacks that were coming when I was pregnant because I had dedicated my son to the Lord. And in the time when I was pregnant, he was showing me and laying on my spirit how many different ways that demons can influence a child, even in the womb during development, because pregnancy is, is very, very spiritual. They're trying to get the child before they even come out into the world because there's innocence there. The child has not sinned yet and about to enter into a domain where the world is full of sin. So the child has no sin yet. And I actually have a lot of notes on this. I want to make another video about why this belief that a child has sin or is born with sin is a lie. So I just got up. So my voice may be very groggy. In the dream that I had, I was observing another person, a character almost, but I was closely connected to this person, even though I didn't know who they were. And this person went into another room and got into some witchcraft. There was another lady or girl that this person knew that had a book. It was a very big book. And on the front cover of the book, it was a book of spells. I didn't see what was written in it, but that's what I was being shown or told. And on the front cover of the book, there was a lady that looked like a mermaid, except that its chest wasn't covered, but it had, you know, the tail of a fish and it had red hair. This person that I was watching, they went and grabbed this book and went into another room and they opened it because they wanted to know what it was all about and looking all through it and stuff like that. And one page uh, stood out from the entire book and it was like a page that was being used for uh, calling upon this demon. Almost like the whole genie in a lamp or a djinn, which is another name for a genie is another name for a demon. It came out just like a genie. And it, again, this demon was paying attention to this person I was looking at. They, they, it didn't see me. Even though I was like really close to it, I'm surprised it didn't really see me. And it was almost like it was communicating with me. And it talked like a woman and had really, really long red hair. And it was bragging. And I've had dreams like this before, at least two or three, about the demons bragging and actually telling on themselves. They're telling their schemes and their tactics and stuff like that because they're like, well, it doesn't matter if, I, if you know what's going on, people still gonna do what they're gonna do. Um, well, this demon in the, in the dream, I knew its name. Now that I woke up, I don't remember the name, thank God. <laughs> but in the dream, it was talking to this individual and it was bragging to this girl different ways that it can attain power. I mean, she could get power and all this other kind of stuff. And she was saying that one of the ways that demons transfer into people was not just through sex. That's a more popular way, but this one specifically was saying that this was not the way that it preferred 
it preferred to transfer through breastfeeding. And it pulled out its breast and the girl was interested again, cause the girl was interested in power or whatever. I, I wasn't in her mind, but I'm just watching her and she was just very seduced pretty much by this thing. And so when this demon was getting ready to give her milk from its breast, it, it got large, like the size of a room and it crouched over. And then the next thing that I knew, I'm watching this girl walking in school. So like the scenes just instantly change where before she was in her bedroom and then now she's out of school and she's walking amongst other peers in the courtyard and stuff. And what I noticed was when she was in the room, she had long hair and she was more like a girl, you know, a little girl. When she had walked to school, I watched her. She, her clothes had changed, her wardrobe had changed and she had her hair cut like a boy. Now I'm not just saying like, you know, a lot of girls, little girls or just women in general can have short haircut. I've had a short haircut before. I had a pixie cut before. No, this was not a haircut that was designed to be on a woman's head. This was a haircut or even, you know, there's that, that I don't even know what they call it. Not a buzz cut, but a, um, um, it was very popular in the eighties and nineties where, you know, those cuts where, um, only the, the rest of the hair may be long and the cut is going across the brow, like in a straight line. Now, it was a very common hairstyle for little kids to wear, where that same cut, instead of just going across the brow, it went across the entire head and around the head like a bowl. But you still could differentiate between a girl and a boy when the hair was cut like that. This is not what I'm talking about. Her hair was cut like a guy. It was parted on the side and it was kind of cut where um, the back of the hair was short and the front of the hair was long, but it was still in a male's cut and the hair came over the eye and she now looked like a boy. So if you didn't know who she was before, cause I knew, I saw who she was when she was in the room and she ran off and she looked at this book and she probably thought that it was like a coloring book or cause she was really young. She, she thought she, she could have thought that it was like a coloring book or just a children's book because it had a lot of words and pictures in it and stuff like that. But she basically took it from her parents. And it's not even to say that her parents were into witchcraft. I just know that the book itself was a form of a tool that the demons can use to, um, to pretty much infiltrate that house. And the parents were ignorant of it because they're ignorant of spiritual warfare. And a lot of people are. I remember when I was saved, there was so many things that God showed me to get rid of. So many things, even books and stuff that was not obviously a cult, like some people would say. I'm talking about superhero and comic books and stuff like that, because a lot of that stuff, that ain't got nothing to do with God. And these are ways that can pass off into children, especially since it's heavily directed towards children. And so in this dream, she no longer looked like a little girl or acted like a little girl. And I actually was able to feel how she was feeling as far as pretending to be a boy. 
while she was walking through the courtyard. But this all happened after she drank the milk where she was breastfed from this demon. And um, I remember when she was walking through the courtyard, she wanted to date this guy, but then she felt like she, um, she didn't like lying, but she felt like she had to lie in order to maintain her identity, so to speak. So it was like a cash 22. So she was happy only because people taught her to think that way. And this was all the way from when she was little to a teenager. She got to watch her up until like a teenager or mid or late teen. I don't know how old she was. So basically it was peer pressure for her to date the gender that she's supposed to date as a woman. She'd really liked this guy, but she could not be with him or she kept running from him because she behaved lying to him. And he liked her because he already knew that she was a girl. But if she dated him, she could no longer, she didn't feel right to identify as a guy anymore. It was just, it was very weird. But while I'm watching her, I'm just following her from a distance. I was able to feel the anxiety, uh, the confusion, the stress, um, shame. I was able to feel all of this from this girl. And um, I never felt those amount of emotions before that way. And it was all tailored around her identity. And this all happened because again, of how she had this interaction with this demon. And I cannot get out of my head that this demon had long red hair. Um, I don't wanna go look this up either. <laughs> I really don't, I don't wanna know more about this, but I just, I really think that there is a lot to this, especially since how, um, I'll admit that before I was saved, I used to be in fornication and in ignorance, I may have also picked up a lot of evil spirits because I remember the first time that I had fast, I fasted for two or three days, but the first day that I had fasted with just water only fast, there was a lot of demons in my bathroom that I heard audibly in my sleep. I had a dream that looked just like my room and I heard them audibly and they were angry with me because I was listening to worship music in my bedroom and they were in the bathroom and the door, they, they had closed the door. When I woke up, the, this, the same feeling was in my room, but that door wasn't closed. And I know I closed that door because I always close my bathroom and my closet door. But then after that, when, after that, when I had um, told them to leave and I was praying and just focused on reading the scriptures and I called out my father called on the name of Jesus, they left. They left before I could finish saying his name. I just was thinking his name and they left. And then the whole room, now this is not while I'm asleep. This is while I'm awake. The whole room felt calm and light. And it was like, it's kind of like if you could just hold your breath and then just finally just release and just say, whew, that's how it felt. And during the time while I've been up here, I had also still been fighting against that. And I remember since I was a little girl, since I was a little girl, I don't remember how it looked like, but I do remember being influenced by some demon. And I didn't know it back then. I only know it now because I remember certain things that was being said to me in my mind to get me to do stuff. And this is when I was like maybe four, like four or five or even three, because I didn't even know what sex was. 
I didn't even know what any of those things were. And I remember having these thoughts coming across my head and, I, and, but at the same time I knew they were wrong. So I didn't dwell on them and I didn't know why I knew they were wrong. I just knew. And again, now knowing what I know now, I know that was God protecting me. Just like around that time I was approached, I'm not going to go to too much detail because I may reveal the name on accident, but I was approached by someone to go in another room to do things that are inappropriate. And I was, again, I think I was like three or four. And I remember this clear as day because I was going to watch Barney, but I left and went in my room and I didn't watch Barney. I just wanted to go play with my toys. This person wasn't a family member. This person was just someone that was supposed to be watching over me or babysitting. And um, the way they asked, they were, they were asking like we were going to go play in another room. But for some reason in my spirit, even then as a little girl, I knew no. And it was very clear. And I know now that was God telling me, don't go. And I didn't because I felt really like I felt really sick just by having somebody ask me to go play with my toys in this room instead. So I've had, and I, there are many times where I've thought where, um, through people specifically, especially ignorance, because that's how the devil works through people's ignorance is what's going on spiritually, how demons have tried to influence me, especially trying to get me to think that I'm a guy or boy. So when I had this dream, I really was thinking about this. Now I wasn't breastfed by my mom, but I'm trying to connect all of this together. So, um, because I, I grew up as a tomboy, but I never wanted to be a boy. I just like to do the activities that guys did. And this is how this girl was in this dream. She liked to do girl things and she liked to do things that guys did. But that's where, that's where a lot of the confusion was because just because people label things as, no, only boys do this, only girls do this, when that's not true in a lot of cases. Um, actually, most cases. Because as a child of the parents, like, oh, only boys do construction. Only boys uh, go outside and play in the dirt. Only boys do this. This is when I was like, I oh, know this is what I want to do. I, I want to at least try it out because the child is curious. And activities are not specific to gender. So this already is where you, you can confuse your child, but even more so different ways that, and this demon said this to this girl, that there are different ways, there are many different ways that demons prey upon humans. And it kind of reminds me about what happened in the book of Genesis when the sons of God, those angels that had fallen, they looked upon the daughters of men because that's exactly how this dream was. Um, because this, this, this was a fallen angel. This was a demon and this was a little girl. And we as women are physically and spiritually weaker. And this girl in this dream, she really didn't have a father. There was no father present. Uh, she may have had one, but this, there was no mention of him. And the mother was just completely oblivious and ignorant. She wasn't paying attention to her daughter. She was off doing something else in her room or whatever. And so this is why this little girl was just, she was just an open target. But it made me think that I've also heard another person say who has been saved by Christ that without getting into much detail, she had, um, when she was saved, she was taught that a lot of things that she had been doing prior was sin. 
just like how I was taught that I used to idolize. I used to make men that I dated my idol because I served them before God. And then fornication being sexual immorality. She was taught how um, about homosexuality. And then she was like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if this is weird to say this or too much information because she was a girl. But she said when she was with her partner, her girlfriend, um, she had accidentally drank some of her breast milk when they were doing certain activities. And she said that even though she had broken up with her, she has been plagued with a lot of demonic attacks, even more so after having doing that. And she was like, she already knows a lot of that's because of lust and the sexual encounters that she had with her and other things that she'd been doing. But she said it just seemed like it amplified after she had accidentally got some of the breast milk. And then that reminded me of this dream that I just had this morning. And, um... And how this demon says specifically that this demon did not like to uh, come into like a human's temple through the activity of sex. It 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 preferred to do so through breastfeeding. And uh, breastfeeding is something that it bonds you. I've my sons only drink breast milk outside of the one time that he got some of his nephew's bottled milk. And I didn't really care for that when that happened. But my son's only been breastfed and I've made his food. I said I wanted to do that before I had a child. And then while I was pregnant, I went and got an expensive blender to make sure that them blades was going to keep cutting when I kept making my own food and making food for myself too. And I also remember while I was pregnant, there was, I was on a strict diet and I didn't even put myself on that diet. I just no longer had a taste for a lot of things. I started back eating them again after I had him. I probably should not, <laughs> but on my spirit, there was just so many things that God was showing me just stay away from. I wasn't eating anything or drinking anything that had natural flavors in it or I just, it was a whole bunch of stuff. I think the only time I had a soda, which I don't drink much anyway, was a Sprite. So, I mean, like between that and breastfeeding, the whole time I was pregnant, people was just saying things like, are you going to breastfeed? Are you not going to have enough milk? They were trying to, they may not have been trying to spark fear in my life, but I was like, I already see what's going on spiritually. You may not, but I do. Because if I sat here and worried about these things, when I already know I devoted my son to my, to God, I devoted my son to the Lord. And I know he is the provider. And I know this is something natural. We were designed to do this, to feed and nurse our youth, our babies. I rely on my father. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't know if I'm going to make enough milk. I don't know. No, no, no. Nope. I'm not letting you get that voice in my head because I know where that voice is coming from. And of course, since he's my first son, I've never breastfed. I don't even know how any of that worked. I didn't research it. I said, no, Lord, I'm not going to look up anything because I'm not going to allow any voices to get into my head to get me thinking all these kind of things. Cause I already know that I'm a woman. I know I'm a weaker vessel. I know I can, I can visualize a whole bunch of stuff and go away over here. And then I'm not thinking about you. I'm not focused on you. I'm not remembering who you are. So I didn't allow that. And I remember having a lot of attacks in my dreams where they were coming from my son. So this is something new that I, that is new to my understanding about breastfeeding. But I, I wanted to share this with other mothers who are currently breastfeeding or mothers who may be considering breastfeeding or mothers who may be breastfeeding for other mothers 
And I know they have like these milk banks and I, I had considered it. And then the second I considered it, it went away just as fast. Uh, it's nice. It's, it's really a beautiful thing to have these uh, milk banks for mothers who are not able to nurse, especially these are things that, that are available for free, depending on what state you're in for moms who may not breastfeed, but they want their baby, their newborn to have breast milk at the first couple of hours or first couple of days. But again, that, that thought got shot down and I didn't understand why I didn't need it because I had no problem with lactating, but these may be some of the reasons why we had to think what's going on spiritually in mothers, because we are already praying over our children we love, but this is a, another way that, um, demons can pass off through breast milk, especially moms who may be single or mothers who are still holding on to people or friends or family that they shouldn't. And you know, you shouldn't. So by the time you're hearing me say this, God has already shown you to cut these people out. I'm, I'm really thinking this because, um, this is another way. Uh, now that the, these people can influence cause these, okay. I know and have known of folks who just flat out didn't care about going around, sleeping around with whoever, or they did in their past life, but they haven't, they still have these demons attached to them. And if they're not safe, some people still have them in them and then they're transferring them. And people, a lot of people are just focused on the physical and, and transferring sexual diseases and stuff, but not thinking at all about transference of demons or sexual demons. And um, around your child and even family members, they're going to speak through these people who, again, don't really care. They're oblivious to spiritual warfare, which makes them just easy vessels to operate through. And they're going to speak through these people to your children when they're absent, when they're babysitting um, your kids or just hanging around your kids or doing whatever. It could be the child's father or the child's mother. But if you see what's going on, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now, you see what's going on. You've heard what's going on because God has given you eyes to see. You're no longer blind. When we're in Christ, we're no longer blind. We see this stuff now. You can't unsee it. You don't want to unsee it for one. When you see this stuff and when you hear this stuff, if you ignore it, he's, God's going to just let you have what you want because you don't want the truth. He's showing you these things to protect us and also to show us how to protect our children. This is why this is maybe one of the dreams that I, I feel urgent in my spirit to tell about because just how dangerous uh, this topic is that many people may not be aware of. And this is something that I still want to study about with breastfeeding, because I know that with breastfeeding, there's a bond that is formed between a mother and her child. And it's not just a physical bond. It's a definitely a spiritual bond. There's so many things that are going on during breastfeeding for the mom and for the child. And, um, it makes a lot of sense that if, uh, because that bonding is forming, that can definitely be one of the ways or methods that demons can try to intervene to 
be able to influence the child. And this also makes a lot of sense. One of many reasons, because there are many ways that God had been showing me over the years, how a person who thinks that they are of, they may identify as this gender, but they're really this gender. There are many different ways why they may think this way. And then they, when they say things like I've, I've known this since I was little, these are one of the reasons why, um, when you're pregnant, whoever you're letting be around you and stuff, the child is developing physically, but also spiritually. And you having the wrong people around you while you're pregnant that have these, these demons on them. They're watching the child. They're ready. They, they want to come at the child. He's also shown me the same thing in the labor room, that there are a lot of witches <clears throat> that are nurses or midwives and stuff like that. These are, I'm not telling you to be afraid because he's going to protect and he's going to, he's the one ordering our steps to begin with. So I didn't have anything to worry about when I was in the labor room after the fact, because it, he assigns the right people because he's the one protecting us even when we don't know this stuff. Okay. So don't be afraid. Like, I don't know this person, that person. No. Okay. God did not, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but these are just things to be aware about. If you don't know someone go to God first to check in, you got to check in and he will let you know. But um, how midwives or nurses or even doctors practice witchcraft and they've already said their prayers, done whatever the crap that they do. And they work specifically in hospitals, just like people know that they work in abortion clinics. They work specifically in hospitals because the attack is to get on to children. Satan wants to get the children first before they even come into the world yet. And another way now that I'm learning is through breastfeeding. Or through milk. It's not specifically milk, but the act of breastfeeding, I think. I'm just saying milk because if that person over there has all these demons in them or whatever, and they produce some milk and they're like, hey, you can have this milk. I'm like, well, guess what? I'm now taking that person's milk to give to my child if I was to go to a nurse bank. And these are all things that you didn't know any better, but now your child, who also doesn't know, is going to be affected. And this is going to affect them in the long term amongst other areas that demons are going to come and attack them just like they did with you. He's also shown me like how when people say, I, this is what I've always known, you know, I was born this way. One of those reasons why, like I explained earlier, was how when you label or associate an activity or a color with a gender, while your child is developing, they're already developing what a color is. And then they're developing what these activities are. And they're curious. The children are going to want to try everything. When you say things like baseball is only for boys or no, 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 no. You can't go outside and play all day. You need to stay inside and play with dolls and stuff like that. And for me, that was something I didn't want to play with dolls. I was weirded out by them because I was like, they don't blink. <laughs> they don't weird me out as much as clowns, but I was like, they don't blink. And I just don't like dolls. Now, I, I, we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> I was about to go on a tangent, but another type of toy or item that I would never have in my house. I'll just say that if I had a daughter, um, cause you want to teach your child feminism and, um, idolizing of the body, go get them a Barbie doll. It starts there. Well, it doesn't start there, but that it helps contribute that mentality. You're playing with the thing, you're meditating on it, you're with it all the time. You want to look just like your friend 
Barbie. Anyway, um, I didn't want to play with any of that stuff. I was like, I want to go outside. I want to go to those, I want to go in those trees in the corner of the neighborhood and go play and find some turtles and all this other kind of stuff. No, that's what boys do. What? <laughs> you know, this is going outside and playing. Now, I'm not going to argue with my parents, but I was confused because I was like, no. And now, now think about a child like this. If you were like, oh no, color blue is only for boys. When the color blue used to be considered a light blue used to be what girls, little girls were like 50, 60 years ago. But now it's changed because culture changes. God doesn't change. Culture changes. So like, um, you're like, no, pink is for girls. I prefer my son not to wear pink, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and say only girls are supposed to wear pink. Knowing that I'm in Portland, Oregon, I don't want there to be any kind of confusion. So I'm, you know, but colors are just colors that God has made. We are the ones that would associate and assign things to gender. And then what we've done when we do this is we said, we made declarations and statements, state of being type of statements. This is that, and therefore it is because I said so. So the word of man has said this, and that's the final word. And if you go against this, then therefore um, you're wrong. No, God didn't even say these, these things. So let's say he makes a, a boy whose preference loves the color pink. He don't even, he wasn't made to consider being a female. He was influenced by so many influences in the world and man's word. No, that means girl. That means you want to be a girl. And while he's trying to develop, he's confused. Just like this little girl was in my dream. He's confused and like, I just like pink. So I guess in order for me to like what I like, because you're not, he's not going to go against his design. He can't. <laughs> There are certain things that you are made to like and do that are not sinful, of course, but to like and do that no matter what everybody has tried to tell you to do or stop you to do since you were growing up, you still do it because you were made to do that to glorify God. It was for God's glory. I can't stop drawing. I've been drawing since I could pick up a pencil. If somebody made some stupid rule saying that um, only high class yada yada or only people from this country can draw, you are not supposed to draw because that's what people do. You cannot marry this person. You cannot do this. They're abiding by instructions and commands of man. I actually just, I just read this. Let me go see if I can find that real quick. Hold on. Here, baby. Mm -mm. You're welcome. Um, let me see if I can go find that. This is in Colossians chapter two. I'm going to start at, hmm. I'm going to start at. Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, and read through verse 23. And this is to those of us in the body of Christ. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in regard to food and drink, or in the matter of a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of what was to come. The substance is Christ. Let no one condemn you by delighting in aesthetic practices and the worship of angels claiming access to a visionary realm. Such people are inflated by empty notions of their unspiritual mind. He doesn't hold on to the head from whom the whole body nourished and held together by its ligaments and tendons grows with growth from God. If you die with Christ to the elements of this world, why do you live as if you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to regulations? 
don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. All these regulations refer to what is destined to perish by being used up. They are human commands and doctrines. Although these have a reputation for wisdom by promoting self-made religion, false humility, and severe treatment of the body, they are not of any value in curbing curbing self-indulgence. Reminds me of how no matter what country or what nation, uh, there is this a religion that can come out of it about monastery, no, it's monastery, monks, that give off this appearance of uh, cleanness and uh, peace and calm and they don't do these things and they go to the extremes or just anybody who just does that when they do these extreme diets or they, they're not led by the Holy Spirit to not eat certain things. They're just doing it on their own. It's a false form of self-righteousness. It's a false form of righteousness, which is self-righteousness, but it's based on, I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do this. I don't do that. There's no freedom in that. They're not, there's no freedom in Christ. They, they place themselves into their own bondage, either by their own word or by the word of other people. They're going by the word of man instead of the word of God. And this is one of those ways. It may seem small, but this is one of those ways that people place their own children in bondage when they've sitting here more concerned about what other people are going to think about them as parents instead of what God thinks, you know? And so they start teaching the child the things that they learned as children or what they think, leaning on their own understanding, what they think um, a child should hear or should know, or no, you can't go do this. No, you shouldn't do that. And it's not necessarily saying, it's not giving them the command to not do something because it can harm them like God's did with Adam. It's giving a command because um, based on the intentions of um, if you do this, you'll think this way and you'll do this. Well, you've actually made that child think that way by trying not to get them to think that way. Okay, so what I mean is this. I've had to say, um, without saying their name, I have said to someone who has a son and they were like, I just don't want them to grow up weird or like, um, you know, I don't want I don't want them to grow up thinking that they're oddball and all this other kind of stuff. Well, while I'm hearing him talk, I hear fear, the fear of man. So the reason why is because his mother does not want to celebrate holidays. And the reason being is because she don't want nothing to do with the world. And he's more concerned about what people are going to say. And how people are going to feel. He's more concerned about what people are going to say. And what people are going to say about him. And then what they're going to say about his child. And he's like, I don't want my son to grow up the same way that I did. Well, that started first based off of what he told me how his parents were. That his parents showcased, based off what he said, did not follow Christ. And so there was fear in that house. But it wasn't the fear of the Lord. So imagine what demons influenced that household and who was the head of that household that wasn't Christ. And instead of seeing, which sadly, this is how a lot of guys are. They completely want to ignore spiritual warfare and what's going on. Not seeing how by ignoring it, if you did care for your child, you would love the Lord first. Because that's the only way you can love anybody, including yourself. Although you say you care and love your child. But by ignoring spiritual warfare and the things that you're inviting into your house, 
you're actually encouraging what you're claiming you don't want your child to be like. I don't want him to be afraid and concerned about what other people, that's fear of man. That's, you teach him the word of God that he's not one, he's not going to care. He's not going to grow up with that mindset to care or to even consider man's opinion. It's not going to bother him. These are things that he's not going to meditate on, but because you do already, he being around you, he's going to mimic you because us as parents, we're supposed to be the first examples of Christ-like figures in our children's lives. So then when that ends up happening, he's going to, it's going to, he's going to be the exact same as you were because you did not want to care and obey God because he would say things like, um, well, I'm just going to leave it up to my child to make the decisions that he wants to make about if he wants to do this or if he wants to do that. I'm like, no, that's being lazy. We're not supposed to be dictators, but at the same time, God has given us the care to not just protect the child physically, because that's all a lot of men see when they think they'll want to be with you or have children with you. They're only thinking, I can, I can, I can whoop this guy. I can fight this guy. I can beat this guy off. I can do this. And most of the time you can't do, they, they can't even do that. But then they just completely ignore spiritual warfare. They ignore praying. They ignore all this stuff. And because of that, their prayers are useless because only the prayer of a righteous person is powerful. They don't care about all these attacks and they leave the wife or the woman and their child completely open, completely open to demonic attacks. And they don't see it, but they don't care to see it. They want to be willfully ignorant because the things that the demons give them and feed them, they love it. They love the pleasures of this world. So they can't see what's really going on behind the scenes because they're too focused on looking at this area over here. But he, he would say things like that and it would remind me when uh, one of the, the areas where God has showed me that one of the reasons why a lot of people who are adults now, teenagers, 20, 30, 40s, who are saying things like they've not, this is all they've ever known. Keyword known too, because this knowledge did not come from God. This came from the serpent. If we remember in the garden of Eden, um, when the serpent deceived Eve, she, uh, took the fruit and she ate it. And then she gave the fruit to her husband who was with her and he ate it. And then what does it say? Their eyes were opened. They were enlightened with new knowledge. And this new knowledge was, will be based on, and this is a topic I'm gonna keep covering. This new knowledge will be based on the lies of the devil. What the devil says a man is, what the devil says a woman is, what you identify as. If you do this activity, this is what you are. If you have this color skin, this is what you are. This is what you do. And you can't do this and you can't do that because his lies, what result in bondage and curse and fear, the type of fear where you're afraid, not the cowardly, not the type of fear where there's reverence for the Lord, because now a coward and a liar has, is now your master and you're going to act just like your master. So when I hear people say things like, I've always thought that I was a girl and they were born a boy or that I've always thought that I was a boy and they were born a girl, or this is all I've ever known. There are so many different ways that there has been intervention in their, in their life, whether they were again in the womb all the way up until childhood, throughout childhood. There are so many ways. I think I need to um, make videos about these ways too, but 
this is why this is so important for us as parents, or even you don't even have to be the parents of others to fast and pray on behalf of others to break these curses for Christ to, to intervene and to take over. Like this is not this, none of this is no game. And just like that little girl in my dream where she was confused, it's like she was confused because she knew it wasn't right, but she didn't know any other way to be at that point because she practiced lying for so long that that lie became her identity. So she became a boy because she continued to believe she was a boy. And then everybody else kept saying, well, if this is how you feel, this is what you want to do. And this is what you want to be. That's what you are. These adults or these children that are walking around uh, imitating or portraying to be adults that talk like that, because they're not adults. Only God makes you a man or a woman. You don't make yourself a man or a woman. You're still a child in the mind. You're still a child. All these so-called adults walking around saying this stuff, some of them may just be concerned about what everybody else is saying, and they're just completely like parrots. They're just mimicking what um, what's what's the main flow of what whatever's going upstream that's the most popular to say. They're just mimicking that, and they may not even believe that completely, but you're enabling it, so you're no different than the ones who do believe it. And then there are those who are, they flat out don't care. They want to willfully be ignorant. They're not just ignorant. They want to be willfully ignorant because they hate God. They don't want nothing to do with him. And when I hear people say these things about children and talking to children like that, that's, they're really dumb to what they're doing, but I actually can. You will get to the point where you're like, no, that is not God's voice talking. That is, that is a demon's voice talking because that's the things that demons would say. These are the things that demons would do. You've heard it so much, but this is why no matter what generation you live in, you can, we can get YouTube. People will show how, for example, um, uh, how the news broadcasts the same message across all the states. They're saying the exact same thing. And they're like, well, people are like, what's going on? Why is this like this? Why can't they get, this is local news. How is local news saying the same news in Chicago that they're saying here in Atlanta. There's an agenda and that agenda is to follow and obey and worship the antichrist. And if you get people when they're young enough, when they're developing, then that's going to be their normal. And the truth is not going to be the normal, even though you're made you're literally made to do what is good. You're made for the truth and to do the truth. You're made to do what is right because the whole meaning of we were made to glorify God, you glorify God by living and being holy as he is holy. So we're not designed to do wrong. That's a choice that you make. But a lot of times those choices were influenced. And it's really bad when those first influences are the parents in the household. They don't want nothing to do with God. And there's a child that may be born that wants to know how to do right and to live right, but now has been told that, no, you're the one that's wrong. This is how you're supposed to do this. This is how you're supposed to do that. You can't dress this way. You can't act this way. You can't go to this school. You can't do that. You can't think this way. You better not do this. You better not do this to embarrass me. You better not da, 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 da. And so there are those that are out here that consider being a gender that they were not born
because if they grew up, for example, if there was, there's a woman walking around here right now that considers that they are a male. And one of the reasons why she thinks this is because she despites and hates her mother. She cannot stand her mother. She does not want to become her mother. And so since she has not been taught any other way, because she hasn't taught the right way, which is Christ, which is the only way, she hasn't been taught the truth. She's now being taught by her flesh, which is where the devil speaks through, on how to go about not being like her mom. And so there's bitterness and there's hatred in her heart. There's resentment in her heart. And she only is becoming a different gender. So she does not replicate what she hated. And then she may have children because the desire in her heart is still to have children. Let's say this person was made by God to have children at a certain appointed date. And so that is in that woman's heart to have a child. But since now she identifies as a male, she dresses like one, she doesn't want to be a female because of her mom, but she still wants to have that child. She can't help that because that's what has been imprinted on her when God made her. Now she is in a relationship. She's still confused about who she is, but she's in a relationship with someone that either may identify as a male or as a female. I don't even know, but she still has a child the original way that is intended between male and female. And then this cycle will continue because that child's not going to know any better. And the confusion, the identity crisis continues in that child. You see how this stuff can pass along? And a lot of this starts again with the parent because this parent may be bitter. The mom may have been bitter and angry and bullying her daughter out of pride. Again, more concerned about what other people are going to think and say about her. And just passing along the same thing that happened to her and her mom being bitter and angry against her mom. Now she may not have considered the way that she gets back. Her mom is just to go and um, pretend to be a guy. She may have done another different way, but she still had this stuff going on in her heart. But instead of going to the Lord, she takes it out on her daughter instead of giving over those burdens to Christ and forgiving her mom and obeying God because regardless of what her mom may have done to her, that still may have been wrong does not make it right when you do the same thing. So, and regardless if she had a mom like that, that did those things, it would already show if she continued to do those things to her child with no remorse or just no repentance and didn't care about her child that has now been estranged from her. That shows that regardless if her mom did it to her or not, this is how she would have chosen to do and be anyway, if she was influenced. Because maybe her mom would, have, would not have influenced her to do this, but another outlet could have as well. But at the end of the day, uh, that was another way that God was showing me that, you know, a lot of people walking around like that because they are in rebellion to their parents. They don't want to be like them. They don't want to... Uh, they, they will associate, if I was a female like my mom, then I'm just like her because I'm a female, so I'm going to be a guy. Or if I'm a guy, I don't want to be like my dad. Even if they're thinking it subconsciously. Just like, it's, it's no different than how some people um, whose parents may have served in the military. I've heard people say that their children never would serve the military. It has nothing to do with the military. They just did not want to become what their parent did. 
And it's not saying that their parent was bad necessarily. They just saw um, the choices that their mom or dad made and they don't want to get in, go into the same avenue to have that same opportunity to have made those same choices or to possibly become just like their parents. It could be good or bad. But the image that their parents portrayed, they didn't want that. They may have wanted to go to the military. I've heard a lot of this a lot of times. I'm like, I, I wanted, I thought about it, but I just didn't want to. Either because my mom said no, or because my mom was in it, I didn't want to be like her. I wanted to do my own thing. I've heard that a lot of times. So this could be another way when people are like, oh, I don't want to be like her. You know what? I'm not going to be her. I'm, I'm going to go and do this. And now they're listening to the devil and don't even know it. Because a child was never protected or never told and taught who God is. They already know. We come into the world already know who he is. But I'm talking about learning more about his character and how he loves us and what he wants from us. Which is obedience and holiness. Child's not taught none of that. They're taught from the world. This is good. This is what is holy. This is who you are. This is how you think. Now, I know this went off on a tangent from the breastfeeding, but this is just, it's a topic that really bothers me a lot. And I, again, I still want to, um, I still directed the beginning part of this message for mothers who are breastfeeding um, to consider these things. Even if you're not breastfeeding, to consider who you are allowing around your child. I don't let anybody around my child. I don't let nobody babysit them, babysit him. He doesn't go to daycare. I'm at home. There's too many. I was thinking about doing a monastery. I think it was a Montessori school, the one down the street, because uh, one of my neighbors was doing that. And I wouldn't even have to pay anything. I was like, okay, cool. And when I look on the site, because again, a lot of parents don't even do this. A lot of parents don't even care to research. How can you say you love and protect your child? You're not even trying to look into the things your child is going to be involved in. And the first thing I see on their site was, you know, some kids sitting in the playground and they're doing yoga. I don't think that these teachers or the school is intentionally trying to get these kids to, you know, do yoga, to conjure up demons and all this. I don't think that. A lot of things happen in this world through ignorance. But because I know this and I know how demonic yoga is, I'm like, why am I, that's the only thing I need to see. Because if you're, you, you don't have to be willfully ignorant, but if you're ignorant of this, then what that shows me is I can't, I can't have my child in your care while I'm absent. No, I can't. Now that I've seen that, because it's not a coincidence either that I would see that. I prayed about it and I asked God about it. I still looked it up and stuff like that. And that's the first thing I saw. And I was like, okay, well, God, nope, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Nope. There is so many, it's so many, I can't even count how many ways that a child is influenced by demons. I mean, just walking around, listening to the music in a car and a lot of stuff like that. And again, you're not living paranoid, you're just living aware. So all I do is I just don't listen to the music. I don't involve myself with these activities. I do what God pretty much says to do when you love and you obey only him and not the world. You let go of the things of the world. It ain't hard when you love him. It's not. And I'm not concerned about what people think or what uh, 
other, for one, you're not in my house, so I don't care what you think, <laughs> but other parents um, or other kids will think about my son because I'm going to teach my son those things don't matter. These things don't define you. You're not a prisoner. Other parents, sadly, who teach their children this, who teach your friend this, baby, they don't know better. And they're teaching their child to be concerned about the color of your skin if you're going to get somewhere in life instead of your actions and, you, and you know your effort, your willpower, your work ethic. And then first and foremost, God. Because God doesn't want you to do something and you're not meant to do it. I don't care how much you work at it. You're not going to be able to do it. And so while you're thinking that, oh, it's because I'm not good enough or, oh, that person is racist that didn't hire me on the job. No, it was because God didn't want you to work at that job. But now the devil got you looking at everything else on the wor in the world because you believe his identity instead of being having your identity in Christ. Your identity is in the flesh and worldly things, which is perishing. You teach them young, they're not going to be afraid and concerned about what other people think. They're probably going to be like, why is everybody else like this? Because there's not going to be many of us that are obeying God especially in these days right now. But yeah, that's why I had to tell that guy about his son. I was like, you're the one that, the way you're talking now, you're actually going to raise your child to be a coward and a punk. You say you don't want him to be that way. He's hearing you be afraid. It's no different than when people who identify as black, I'm a black man and I had to teach my children or a black woman and I had to teach my children, um, you know, you have to be very careful when it comes to cops and you better do this and this. No, just be, if you get pulled over, I don't care how you look. I don't care what color you are. When you get pulled over, it's dumb to sit there and move a lot and be crazy in the car when you got a cop with a gun coming up from behind you. It ain't got nothing to do with the color of your skin. But now what did you just do? Because that fear is in you. You put that fear on your child and that has now become part of their identity, just like it has for you. And now the child is going to think when they get pulled over by the cop, the reality is they were speeding and then realize it. But they're only going to think because they've been brainwashed by their parents and the lies of the double. They're only going to think, oh, oh, yeah, here we go. Racial profiling. Oh, I'm a black man. So they're already expecting the worst constantly. And you cannot live vigilantly and you can't have discernment when you already presume and assume to think you already know the end outcome. Cause then now you're not even going to judge situations. You're just going to always have a final judgment on everything. And it's always going to be wrong because you don't know everything. But, um, anyway, I love you all. Thank you so, so much for listening. Um, say bye-bye baby. No, oh, he waving. Be careful, parents. It's not no game out there. Don't let any random people um, be around your children. I don't even care if it's your family and friends. Jesus was very specific, and there's a reason why he said uh, uh, to let go. When he said let go of the world, he said to leave your family, your parents. You're doing everything that's the opposite of what the world says. Well, you don't love your mom. You don't love your dad. You leaving them to go follow some imaginary fictional character, da 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 you don't even see what's funny? No, it's not funny. What's interesting is that, and I had to say this before, I was like, 
it was not an issue when I had to leave for the military and I'll be gone for a certain amount of months. When somebody's in special forces, you could be CIA, it doesn't matter. You could be in anything when you're dealing with the uh, warfare of the world anyway, you're on call. And even with the police force, you're on call. You can't let your parent, your family know everything. That takes priority. As much as a lot of people may not want to admit it, that still takes priority because especially if this is something that you've gotten into before you had a family. But it's okay when the world says this. When God says this, you don't love your family. What, what, why is that? And God don't even have you away from people for a long amount of time because now in that time when you're just with him, you will be unlearning all the stuff that was taught to you either through ignorance or just through anger or whatever it may be. Not just through your parents, just through every other circumstance and the thing that you have faced, everything that you've done and choices you've made where all these other false identities were placed on you. He's, he's sanctifying you. And in that time, especially in that time, you need to not be around people who haven't even called yet or who don't want nothing to do with God because they're going to influence you just like how the baby is in the womb. The wrong people will be around that mom while the baby's in the womb and all the stuff they saying to her or doing to her, or she's doing around them, or things she's watching, that child is taking in all of that. All of that. The child is hearing all of that. Them spirits attached to them people are influencing them, and then they're influencing you. Do you think it's just gonna be you? It's the child as well. It's the same thing when you're taken away, and you're, you're born again. It's like going right back into the womb when you're sent out into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. You're going back into the womb. And you're developing, you're relearning what is the right way. And the last thing you need to do, especially as women, is to be around the wrong influences and the wrong people. I had just recently learned this myself when I had so-called friends around me. And all they did was just keep me distracted and keep my focus from Christ. And they used God to be around me, to be close to me. I cut them out. They delayed my ministry. I'm not going to do that anymore. No I guard the ministry like I'll guard a baby. That's my father's baby. His harvest, that's his heart. It's mine now. I thought it was before. No, it's mine now. And the same thing is going to be for our children because motherhood is ministry. Fatherhood is ministry. Marriage is ministry. So it's very important. I have many ministries. <laughs> Outreach, motherhood, online ministry. All these areas is where our father's harvest is at. So I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you later. Oh, he's saying bye-bye. All right. Love you all. God bless.